hi uh hello everyone this is a this is kind of a surprise episode i i guess um this, this was originally a school project but uh i'm turning it into an episode because i honestly think it's really interesting basically for history we had to record somebody or interview somebody over the age of 40 you know talking about their lives and the historical events that they've been through um and posted on this on this website called StoryCorps, which basically collects uh stories uh from like of like people's just like you know the everyday citizens lives and um archives it uh to give historians something to look back on instead of just the important events it's, it's you know like the history of the individual citizen you know and i think that's actually really interesting um for me i interviewed my aunt anna who is 83 and lesbian um i thought it'd be really cool to interview somebody of the lgbt community um because you know it would be really interesting to hear about her struggles compared to mine, especially, you know, growing up in a time where it was not really accepted. Um, and I also kind of got her to start questioning her gender a, a bit, um, maybe a little bit more than a little bit. I, I, I might have a non-binary relative. I, I'm not really sure what's going on with that, but <laughs> yes, I am still using like she, her, and aunt for her because I don't really know what she wants to be called. So I'm just gonna wait until when and if she she tells me what she wants to whatever you you know you you get the point but uh yeah i hope you guys enjoy this as much as i did uh, actually interviewing her um and yeah because this is honestly i think one of the most interesting things that i've posted so far so yeah i uh, hope you guys enjoy um my first question is what is your name and when and where were you born Andriello, um, I was born in the Bronx, New York on April 6, 1938. Okay, and so I know last time we talked, we talked about um, the historical events that you've witnessed, and one of the main ones was the Civil Rights Movement. Could you talk about uh, your thoughts and feelings during those times and how it changed you? Well, you know, coming from New York, you meet a lot of different people. You go to school with a lot of different people, black people, Asians, you know, ethnic groups. So um, it's not like coming from the Midwest. Mm -hmm. So um, it's it was more uh, I was hoping that other people saw their fellow human beings as, as human beings and, and not as something strange. So it was uh, more I, I, you know, I didn't have a problem with with. Um, that some of my, you know, my schoolmates were all different nationalities, colors, whatever. And so it was natural for me to communicate in, with them, you know. But um, I knew that other people had a problem, obviously. And uh, black people wanted to, were really not get, getting any of the American-based mm -hmm. rights that other people enjoy. So I wanted to be part of that, you know, help. At the same time, there were uh, other people who were fighting for their rights, like gays and lesbians. And um, it seemed like that was both going on at the same time, mm -hmm. you know. And, of course, I was more interested in the, the um, and also the feminist movement was kind of um, happening, too. And were I you a big in, part of those movements? Um, no, I was uh, um, not in a... Um, I was part of the movements, but not in a, even an advisory way. I wasn't in charge of anything. I right. just used to attend meetings and rallies. And uh, part of the time I lived in Boston, right in the middle of the city on Bacon Hill. 
So it's very close to the commons where a lot of stuff was going on. And then, you know, there are other things that, that happened at the same time, things like uh, Korea and the war and people, and, you know, young men did not want to go into the war. And at this point in my life, you know, I'm going to be 84. I can't remember all of the everything and when what happened and what didn't happen. It was uh, kind of a melding pot now of experience. Right. But all of those stuff did go on at one time or another, sometimes at the same time. Yeah, it seemed like people were awakening from, you know, uh, the 30s, 40s, 50s, when things were very, people were just really concerned with survival, you know, getting food on the table, getting a job during the depression, um, winning the war during the war. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Jewish people had, you know, that humongous problem, and you know, all of those things. Um, but none of the, the the things that happened after, like civil rights and you know gay movement, all of that, were part of the 30s, 40s, and 50s. You know, so I was um, being born in 1938. I was 12 years old in um, 1950. So the 50s were important to me, and it was difficult. Um, and I didn't know that I was a, a lesbian at that time. Or that I was by, or whatever, what was happening. Mm -hmm. I went along with the whole straight thing, you know. Yeah. Work and what time did you realize again? Thing. How old were you? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, and only because I saw it was, mm -hmm. it was really strange. But I moved to Boston and went to work um, at um, Children's Hospital in Boston and in personnel. And the first day that I met this woman, I just it was just immediate I, you know yeah. I had to be with her mm -hmm. and that I didn't question anything I had to be with her <laughs> there was like there's no um, doubt in your mind no and I was rooming with three two other straight women and I just asked her to be if she wanted to be a roommate <laughs> <laughs> and uh -huh. she did because she was um, uh, she was having she was involved with a man that really wasn't working right. so she wanted to drop him and you know that kind of started I mean, you know, I had two twin beds, <laughs> two twin beds. Mm -hmm. So that that, um, and it was new for both of us. I had never been with a woman before, and she, of course, she was younger than me. She was twenty, so she had never been with a woman before. She actually was never really gay. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, and so, uh, but we lived together for thirteen years, and we we're very, very close. Wow. I mean, we never had an argument or anything other than just love, and and we did a lot of traveling mm -hmm. uh, to some interesting places, did things like camping, which I had never done, and you know, she had never done that. We went to really cool places across the country, and um, you know, and as far uh, I don't know what else you want me. Uh, well, I got off the track here, so that was going on while the movement was going on. So mm -hmm. you know, and. When that happened, I was pretty happy, and I was more into the relationship than the movement. I, I don't know if that's good or bad or what, but I, I was definitely into my relationship, and as I said, traveling, working. Um, but the problem, what, there was one problem. She was closeted, and I didn't want to be closeted. You know, oh, that was yeah. a problem. Because she really was straight, and it was, but it was something about the two of us that we had to be together. I mm -hmm. just loved her. And she loved me, and that was, huh, 
And she was a wonderful, wonderful person. Actually nicer than me. (laughs) Everybody loved her, you know? Yeah. And she was very, very attractive. (laughs) Anyway, so I I really didn't, but but there was, you know, she really was very interested in the movement too. Right. I mean, she was in Bostonian and um, there's something about being in Boston, you know, where the original Liberty people were, what is that, Liberty men or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a certain, you know, there's, um, even if they don't like it, they're not, they're willing to uh, accept the fact that you are free to be who you who you are. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but that doesn't mean that they're going to interact with you socially. Yeah. But they will give you your rights. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. Um, yeah, I think especially because uh, today, like, there's kind of there's a lot you're seeing a lot more movements a lot more like awareness especially with social media um Mm -hmm. and you know the awareness of like gender identities that some people weren't even aware of before so i think that the world is definitely like improved um oh definitely yeah 100% and i'm really glad to be growing up in a time where i'm accepted and a place where i'm accepted as well for just uh, being right, so you who can I am. deal with other things, you know, that right. you need to deal with. Yeah. I mean, when I remember the fifties, there was no one ever mentioned the word gay or lesbian, or and and this was pretty much an Italian area. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> strangely enough, there was a couple. It was a strange combination of um, living arrangements. My family had the first floor. There was a family up on the second floor, and then there was a, an owner who had one room and it was in front of our um not part of but in front of our apartment Mm -hmm. and they were gay and they were lesbians and she was and and i you know everybody knew but nobody mentioned it and they were not they were in a relationship for a long time because i remember but i saw that when i was you know a child and i mean i didn't i just knew something was different because there was the two women together, and normally it's a man, the one. Yeah, <laughs> That's, yeah. you know, as a child's mind. But no one ever said anything negative or positive about them. That's interesting. Other, you know, other than they were very nice and people liked them. You know, but they also at the same time didn't, um, they never entered, they didn't seem to enter into their families, because um, um, their family lived on the second floor into any of the things that would have uh, you know uh, happenings that were you know hap- uh, going on in the family in their family so but they were extremely nice and i liked them yeah so like know? so no one really was like outwardly homophobic to them or like really just negative they just kind of existed well, they were homophobic, with the... mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't um put in your face you know right. I mean? it was hidden, it hidden yeah. homophobia actually and um but now if uh, that was women they didn't i won't think they would have reacted that way to men oh yeah that the standards really, are definitely different yeah i mean that was Even definitely today. a no-no yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, definitely and i don't remember ever meeting one you know until of course i left i left when i was a teenager yeah i was about seven, 16 or 17. but it was it, it, you know you can get killed at oh that yeah time. If you were a man, in particular. Yeah, and even in even, my community, there aren't uh, a lot of gay couples that I know. It, it's always, I, I think it's always been more shunned, even today. Um, oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever, have you ever experienced, like, 
Um, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced homophobia, but how? But has there ever been a time where you've experienced like outward like homophobia, where someone was just really being very negative, like to your face? No. 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 Wow. No, I never have. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, but most of the time I have been closeted, and then when I wasn't, I was in California. Yeah. And I just say, you know, most of my friends then became. Um, gay and, and lesbian um, gay men too so um, you know I really didn't put myself in the middle of um, the yahoos you know mm -hmm. and they don't you know they're not I mean they really don't frequent Hollywood and um, I mean the gays own Hollywood pretty yeah. much in um, LA but no I, I never have and I think most mostly because you know, it's funny. The other day, we went shopping, right? And Ruth and I have been together for almost 43 years. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been together 43, almost 44. So, but we were... <laughs> and we I always go to this one lady at Price Chopper, which is like uh, Stop and Shop or any of those big places. Because she's very... She, we're fun. We kid around when, on the line stuff. Anyway, she's the cashier. And she said, oh, you know, is your friend here? You know, because she has the, the bags, you know. So I said, yeah, there she is. So she comes up. She says, well, so Ruth came up and said, no, well, well we're, we're more than friends. Uh-huh. And the lady said, really? I said, yeah, we're, uh, she's my spouse. And the lady was like, oh, but she was happy. I mean, she, she yeah. loved it, you know. She said, oh, that's great. But, you know, you, you guys look alike. And we don't. But we had the masks on, you know, and everything. She said, uh, and I, I thought you were related. She said, but that's wonderful. And then we were telling her we were together a long time. And everything. Mm -hmm. But we've had already established, I know it's a commercial area, but it was a bit of friendliness on the on the line when she took care of us. You know, we talked a little, right. laughed a little. So there was some some uh, reactions beforehand, you know. So obviously I liked her. She liked me. She liked Ruth. We had a little fun on the line for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Because years ago, people did not know lesbians, and to them, they were just freakish. But I like to talk to people. I'm friendly, and people like to talk to me. You know, they they open up, okay? Mm -hmm. And some of that is a professional ability, because I went and I, I, my graduate work, which I didn't finish, but it was in marriage and family counseling, and you get oh, a lot of, yeah. you know, um, you know, um, and then communication, that was what I used to teach. But um, so, you know, that that helps a lot. If they somebody gets to know you and they like you, lesbian means nothing. What right. does that mean, you know? It's like if you I like mean, somebody enough, you'll really accept you. them. Huh? It's like if you like somebody enough, you, uh, even if you don't really accept the um, the community that they're a part of, you're, you know, you're, you're going to like them and you're going to be more open to um yeah and yeah. you know they really don't know what they're accepting or not accepting right because they really don't know much about uh you know now there are movies and books and stuff like that if they want to know i used to at one point because i used to i had i used to uh, i used to when i was younger i had a job where i did the writing for a tv thing but a uh, documentary I was very young though. This was in New York. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, where's I going with this? <laughs> there, there um, I, I did a. There was a, a 
a, a soap opera, and this was in LA, that was going to have a lesbian couple on it. And this was a soap opera that had been on for like 20 years, you know, type of thing. Oh, wow, yeah. And no one has ever had a gay couple on that before, at that time, just yeah. a few years ago. So, but uh, I didn't like the way they were doing it. So I got, I got online and I was rewriting it. Of wow. course, you put these little things in that say, you know, you're, you're not, you don't own this. Yeah. You're just changing. And I would rewrite it. And I was getting, I mean, <laughs> um, emails from everywhere in the world wow. wanting the next chapter, you know. So, um, and it was fun. But it just showed me that people really don't know anything about lesbians. And the way the show was portraying it was ridiculous. Oh, and the yeah. actresses looked quite uncomfortable. They didn't even kiss, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not just about sex. It's It's know? really and, not. No, and I think especially I mean, with neither... uh, the tendency to like sexualize women, if you have a lesbian yeah, couple exactly. in the uh, in the media, it's going to be very sexualized, right? Mm -hmm. And then even in straight straight relationships, yeah. it's not all about sex. I no. mean, most of it isn't anyway. You know, um, I mean, from what I understand from the work I've done and from my own experience. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's that's what was wrong with my straight relationships. It was all about sex. Right. You know? but, um, which is another thing that doesn't necessarily mean that you just like sex with women. It has, it's more involved than that. And that's what I wish, I hope they're going to get out uh, or they're going to communicate to people. Oh, yeah, it's definitely it's being communicated now. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I do know some people that are, like, sexually attracted to, um, like, both sexes, but only prefer to be in romantic relationships with one. And those are identities that are now um, coming to the surface with all the awareness happening right now. I know. But, you know, their actual experience needs to come out. You know. Right. Yeah. Why they, you know, why are you yeah. uh, with a woman? You know, if and what is the difference? You know, what's the difference between a, a gay relationship and because there is one, I think. Yeah. There are differences. I mean, it's so much easier to be a feminist for one thing if you're in a lesbian relationship. Oh, yeah. You know, I, the most simple, simplest way I can tell anyone about my relationship with Ruth is that I love her mm -hmm. more than I loved anyone. And that's why I'm with her. Mm hmm. You know, and, and <laughs> I, I, that's me, though. And somebody else, maybe it's the way they dress. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Or uh, maybe it's economically feasible. I don't know, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, why do you have to know? I don't even know, you know, like, why does somebody have to know what your sexuality is? I don't know, know why it's but, such a big deal, no. Like, yeah. I don't know why coming out is, like, a huge yeah, deal. Yeah, it's like, I know. My family had no problem. They like. Susan and Ruth but they like me <laughs> they're yeah. they're accepting oh yeah that's yeah. great well they never knew what the hell I was going to do anyway right like I I when I left high school I think I was 16 because mm -hmm. I skipped some grades and um I went to nursing school and you had to live there at that time and then I dropped that at, after a year and a half and then I went to New York and then I went I even went into a convent oh wow for a couple of years and then uh, that was wonderful. You know, it was a really good experience. But I ended up really, I mean, I almost had a nervous breakdown. It was too isolated for me. Right. 
but I learned a lot. I even had a Nirvana experience. It was it was remarkable. Wow! It set me up for my life. Uh, I really did. I know that this is all illusionary, mm-hmm. um, but um, you know. And after that, I had a. I went to New York on my own, and um, I lived in Boston uh, first with the roommates and just with Susan. It was wonderful, right on Beacon Hill. I don't know if you know Beacon Hill, but it's historic and wonderful. And they have, street, you know, those street lights that uh, with the candles and very rich. You know, <laughs> somehow I got to live there. Lived on a private street. Wow. You know where you own this. These people own the street too. Yeah. Anyway, um, but we had our own apartment. You know. T- 20 foot ceilings it was interesting and then boston was remarkable and this was during um the 60s you know with, when all that stuff was going on and um kennedy not john but the other guy ted lived about two two streets away wow and uh so it was a very political and then the state house was right within walking distance yeah and the university i went to was also within walking district distance so uh, there was a lot going on then you had uh the commons you know which is historic that was within walking distance and one time there was like 50 cops with you know the mask on and everything mm-hmm. because all the the young people were rioting on the oh, common yeah so of course we went down there and you know it was all you know with the hippies with the long hair i yeah. had long hair too uh-huh so at that point i was a bit of a hippie and you know, if you're, during that time, nobody cared if you were lesbian, gay, or whatever. You were hippie, and you were against everything. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think really. I think those people are uh, still around today, just like different different names, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I think I think I definitely would have been a hippie if I if yeah, I grew up in that great. time. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but you know, like I started off in the fifties wearing lipstick and makeup and even wore gloves to work mm-hmm. and uh, skirts and you know heels and all of that. And then you know, in the late in the mid sixties, I guess, or sometime during the that was it. No lipstick, makeup, heels. You know? Yeah, it just completely changed. Yeah, you and like I feel like you know, not only did decade change, I changed with it. You know. In what ways did you notice that you changed? Well, instead of being very, well, for one thing, maybe this is not, uh, this is, but I, you know, instead of being very femi, I became more uh, real, more me, more truthful. Yeah. Uh, I began to see myself as an individual. Yeah. You know, I mean, I always acted uh, and did what I thought was correct and right, but you always, I always had that feeling while I'm out of the, circle of righteousness or something yeah you know and and then in the 60s no i was me and i was doing i was good and i was doing what i i wanted to do which was a good thing yeah and you know i think covid kind of had a similar effect for me at least it uh, i don't i don't know if like um without the pandemic and um having the exposure to different identities if i would be where i am right now if or if i would have realized it as soon as i did um (laughs) or if I would have, you know, transitioned as soon as I did. Yeah, there's just there's just a lot of awareness going on um, oh, yeah. that that um, I'm now like drawing a lot of connections between the 60s, 60s and the civil rights movements to things that are happening um, today. Uh, I am curious, do you think that 
society has um followed the trajectory you expected it to in in terms of like acceptance like did you expect it to be like this or like what were your expectations oh well okay my expectations was that um i thought that this this was an initial opening the door and that this was going to take years i didn't expect anything to really change Mm -hmm. uh, that dramatically and i still don't but i think that that what happened was that these people took an initiative to to give themselves freedom and liberty and love and whatever you know uh, to be themselves not to have to hide their mm-hmm. identity and that's big you you just do that immediately and that's it you know once you do you do that you really can't go back they're going to be you see this virus there's going to be other stuff like that because there are too many people mm-hmm. and there is you know the high well they're not taking care of things they're, they're polluting the earth Oh, and yeah. that's going to have an effect on our health. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people, who knows? You know, at some point, this earth is going to go. Right. I mean, I don't think it's, my, you know, going to be tomorrow, but and it may take centuries. But I don't, I think there are species and people just like there are in animals. Yeah. And I don't, I think some, some of them will not change that dramatically. You know, there, there's, if, if they accept gays, they're going to deny something else. You know, I don't know what it is. Um, if you have pointy toes, you will be ostracized. <laughs> no, something. It'll always be something. It'll always be something that people judge for. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that has lessened, but it's not going to go away until they get something to replace it. I know? agree. Yeah. Um. I I really hope that in these coming years, in these like uh coming decades, maybe, um, I hope that the gender roles that we have right now are gonna start going away a lot more. And it's going to become a lot more normalized for people to dress how they want to and identify how they want to. And yeah, yeah. It also, it, uh, you know, it depends on the individual too. Right. Like, uh, I mean, I met a lot of lesbians in California <laughs> yeah. and, and some of them are still closeted. And um, I never, ever want to be closeted. I never pretended to be, even when I thought I was straight, never pretended to be somebody I wasn't. That's good. You know, yeah. I just didn't know exactly who I was. Right. You know, I, no matter whether they accept gays or not, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, uh, uh, for my lifetime, I will avoid the Yahoos. You know, um, and not that I will go out of my way to avoid them, but I don't. You know, I'm not going to try and be friends. Right. Yeah. Of you course. And, but the one place that it affected me and I couldn't, I couldn't do anything about it, was at work. Right. You know, there were times when I didn't, you know, would not get that promotion because someone, um, I mean, I wasn't hiding it. Obviously, I had a female uh, lover, mm-hmm. you know. So even though I didn't look like a lesbian, they, you know, according to them, uh, and some of them wanted me to be straight, obvious reasons. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, I, I didn't get that promotion. Yeah. Um, what did lesbians, and, like, look like, uh, or quote-unquote, to, like, what was the stereotype? Well, you know, like, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, like, it, it, they dressed in men's clothing. Right. In, in many ways. And, you know, there was one lady, remember at one meeting, uh, by the way, there was a big, big building, uh, gay building, and gay and lesbian building in L.A., mm-hmm. and they had all kinds of meetings and dances and everything in there, you know, big ballroom and all that 
-hmm. But uh, she was dressed in a man's suit with a tie and a white shirt. And she said, well, I'm not sure I'm a lesbian. (laughs) I thought, well, you sort of look like one. You know, I mean, she's wearing men's clothes, but she's not sure she's a lesbian. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of that. Yeah. People were so confused. They, did, you know, they were afraid, I guess. I don't know. One thing, I've never been afraid. I'm not afraid of people. I mean, because I don't think most people think at all. They just react. So anyway, you know, there's that. But they, 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 most lesbians, they don't really look like what you would uh, identify as a lesbian, the yeah. majority. You know, that stereotype, you don't really find that. It's not elite, especially in California. I mean, most of them are wearing shorts and you know they they want to be attractive yeah 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 i did i did want to backtrack a little bit um and ask one of the questions that uh ties to aunt ruth i was curious of like how you met her <laughs> you know we were talking about that in the car earlier mm-hmm. um it, it was at the uh, gay and lesbian um building gay and lesbian center maybe 40 women in this one meeting you know we were sitting all around the room and I saw her in the corner, and I thought, well, I was, you know, like 40 years old at this point. Yeah. And um, she looked like a college kid, you know, but you know, I was a meet I saw her and nobody else in the room. Mm-hmm. There's 40 people there. So, um, but I didn't do anything because I thought, well, she's too young. And um, then I, what I did was I, I started up a writing class. Yeah. So I set that up, and uh, she, uh, Ruth was with someone. She was in a relationship, and that woman came to the meeting, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. We were talking afterwards. I guess Ruth was in the hall, and she saw me, but I didn't see her. But anyway, this woman invited – it was near Christmas, and she invited me over. They were having a party, you know. So I said, oh, good, okay. <laughs> and um, actually, I was with somebody – I. You know what? A lot happens, and I don't know about here, but at that time in L.A., there were a lot of relationships that lasted a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, that that would go on a lot. Yeah. I went to this party, and she was there, of course, with um, her partner. And I, I knew I had to be with her. I didn't care about her partner or anything. I just had to, <laughs> had to be with her. Yeah. And so I, I made it a point to... <laughs> always um you know invited them over to parties and then i asked her to go to santa barbara which is a cool place mm-hmm. um, on the ocean for the weekend yeah and she was breaking up with her partner so oh. anyway we did that and that was great and we started dating and it didn't take long like a month or so and we moved in together i had a house at that time because would you believe that houses in california were cheap then wow really? and then Oh, now you can't. They're like almost a million dollars. Yeah. Um, it was wonderful. It really was. And we traveled. We've traveled a lot and had a lot of fun. And um, it was. we were very involved with the lesbian and gay organizations, all their things that they, you know, but they weren't very political. It was more social, you know, Yeah. with parties and stuff like that. And like there was um, the San Diego, not the San Diego, the uh, SCW, I forget now, SCW, Southern California Women for Understanding. Uh, That was big. That was in several different states. And they were very political. Mm -hmm. And um, we joined that. And, but, 
then when we moved to San Diego, the the group in San Diego disbanded. So, but that was that was interesting. We'd go to those meetings, and they were political. You know,、uh, they they would what they things that they would do would be like the right to the senators and and、uh, you know demand certain things and rights, and they would have rallies and marches and all that stuff.、Mm-hmm. And then we joined the San Diego. Was it San Diego? It was a a, a couples club, but it was gay and les、uh, gay men and lesbians, and that was <laughs> very like we'd have a dinner. They would show up in tuxedos, and of course we were very、uh, we were dressed very formally as well. Yeah. And they would have、um, were very big in Florida. And they would have they were in several states, which gave the lesbians in like the Midwest. Some some kind of organization to join, you know,、mm-hmm. and so like、uh, they would have, then they would all get together and come to San Diego, and they would they would rent out the whole hotel and you know have dinners and dances and all of that stuff. Yeah,、uh, an an organization like、um, like the gay and lesbian one you're talking about that sounds like something that's like. Really fun to be a part of. Like even now, I think I would enjoy something like that. Like maybe when I get a bit older, like going to something like more social like that. It sounds interesting. Well, you know, you can't be out there marching all the time, so right, it has to be some. And we also went to, you know, like there were family gatherings and stuff that were straight.、Mm-hmm. You know, and we we also had straight friends too. Yeah. So we did things with. So I mean, you know, like you don't want to exclude anything. Right. I don't、course. think that's a good idea. You know, I didn't want to just be with lesbians. Are you in a relationship? I am in a relationship.、Uh, I do have a girlfriend. It was very interesting. Like after I came out and and realized that I was like trans, how I like how my relationship like changed from there, and who I was interested in, and yeah, it it, it definitely changed a lot.、Um, When you say, how do you define trans? I would say, like identifying as anything other than your birth gender.、Um, so, are you are you familiar with the concept of non-binary? No. Okay, so、um, non-binary.、Uh, I mean, I think I know what it means, but、right. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's pretty much what it sounds like. It's for people that identify with like somewhere in between male and female, and it, it's、no. seen in like multiple、uh, different. Cultures and、um, just recently, it's been getting a lot of awareness. And I would、um, put non-binary like under the category of transgender because、um, to me, it's not really identifying、um, your assigned or your assigned gender at birth. Gender identity has no real correlation to sexual orientation. You can have whatever sexual orientation and and still be、uh, trans. Like for me, I identify as bisexual. I don't really have a preference for、uh, men or women or in between. I think that it is normal for people to be trans or bisexual. More normal to be trans or bisexual than to say that you are either gay or straight. Because like,、yeah. I I think initially that's what we were, you know,、yeah. um, and historically and. It was just that that doesn't fit into to a, a concept of with、um, kingdoms and 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 associates and stuff like that. You know where you have to you have to interact with other people. 
you know, mm-hmm. and and they want it to be a certain way because you know there's a control factor that they feel they have to have so you can't be you have to be one thing you can't be two things yeah yeah but i i don't i don't think like i i myself that i could do say that too i can't quite put a a label on it i think the natural thing for people is to be by and and this other stuff is unnatural can you tell me about someone who was most like supportive of you in your life? Like, who would you say that would be? You know, it's funny. It's um, as far as in general, it was my um, your great grandmother, uh, Dottie, my sister Dottie, mm-hmm. was always supportive uh, of me, and Amelia was very supportive as far as the um, gay and lesbian thing, our relationship. I mean, she told me why did you get married? You know. Yeah. And uh, so she was very supportive of that and felt that, you know, you should do who you are and all of that. You know what it was that was very supportive was the whole community as a whole. You know, to have that there in Los Angeles, uh, to see that big building that said Gay and Lesbian Center, you know, right. that that meant a lot to me. You know, the, yeah, the national organization that we had, the SCW and, and the national uh, gay and lesbian thing, mm-hmm. all of that uh, made me feel like a part of something. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't just me alone. So that was felt very supportive. Uh, yeah, I agree that having a sense of community and like representation is really important, especially for communities like this. I think in many ways it's more supporting than having a single individual. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I I agree. It's just like it gives you a sense of like comfort to know that like you're not the only one experiencing these things. Like I think that's a really good thing about social media too. You, you know, like I was talking about earlier, you have all this awareness and but you also have like a sense of community because you can create communities on the internet that would have been virtually impossible without it. I, I dig community. I like community. Some people don't actually. Some lesbians don't. They like to be just you know, sort of semi-closeted right. and have their own little clique or group. I, mean, I don't I don't care for that. Yeah, same. I definitely prefer, like, having a sense of community. Um, I think that's, it's something that's really valuable to have. I, mi- I miss it now because there isn't any, I don't know of anything here. I've been here seven years now. Right. Uh, I mean, we spent, I spent more than half my life in California. And, you know, I think that people don't know why you know where Ruth and I are together except that they can see that you know obviously we love each other and we get along really well right but um you know why did we choose this path they're not going to ask right yeah um you know I like them for them to see it in movies and uh books things like that where it's not you know where it's not me it's not someone they know but rather someone they don't know which is i think more compelling Mm -hmm. how do you how do you want to be remembered that's interesting you know you're saying that because um you know amelia just passed away about three weeks ago yeah and i had to write her obituary Mm -hmm. and you know i had the same kind of question well how did she want to be remembered and um as an individual someone was uh a keen sense of individuality um, and as someone who was loving you know mm-hmm. I hope 
I mean, I know yeah. that that would be the case with the people I do care about, but uh, insofar as the other like associates and things like that, um, as an honest person, mm-hmm. I like a, a, a sense of reality, and I, I want people to remember me as someone who is honest and loving and um, caring. Yeah. And I don't care about the rest of it. You know, I'm going to be told I'm brilliant. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, what does that mean? You know? Yeah. It's just my mind. It's almost like, you know, it's your brain functioning even with or without your approval. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, it's a little, it's know, a little um, weird to get, like, compliments on, like, um, innate talent versus, like, skill and effort, for me at uh-huh, least. Yes, yes. I mean, with violin, yeah, I put in the effort, but uh, with being musically inclined, it's just something that I've kind of always been um, good yeah. at. So it, it's, it, yeah, it's in, it's interesting to like get compliments on that. It's a little weird. You play an instrument? I I do. Yeah, um, I did quit violin a little bit ago, but um, I play guitar and ukulele now, and I still pick up my violin from time to time. But uh, music is definitely a big part of my life. Um, but I did have one last question. Um, it, like, is there anything that you want to um, say to me? Because I know I know you've asked me some questions, but there's any, is there anything left that you want to say or ask to me? Um, well, I'm not quite sure about the trans thing. If mm-hmm. I un- well, I understand that in a, a medical sense. Yes. You know, or in, you know that type of thing, but I don't understand that in a social sense. And uh, I mean, not that I don't understand it, approve or disapprove. I don't mean that. Right. I mean, I really have no concept of it. Right. Um, yeah. And um, I think that's what I am too, actually. If I, if you want to pose it that way, um, that you don't, you know, neither, neither, or, you know, then, then I could probably, except I don't want to label myself, you know, because I don't feel. You, you know, mean in terms of gender? hundred percent. Yes. Even in terms of gender. I think it, it's definitely um, important to um, be like, have like a sense of nonconformity when it comes to gender, even if you um, are like, yeah, like I, I really do think that I'm um, female or I really do think that I'm male. Like it's it's definitely good to be o- more open towards it tor- for yourself so that you're more open towards it for like for other people as well. Um, because yeah, I mean, it's like be- being trans, it's... Um, it's similar to being gay in the sense that people that are not a part of the community don't really understand like why or like how and um it's just something that I've you know had to get used to I guess like people not really understanding and just not quote-unquote like getting it um I'm just like well yeah that's that's okay like you don't you don't really have to you know it's not like um as long as you as you're as, as you're accepting and you're um, yeah. Well, maybe they want to understand it too. Right. Yeah, and I and I I do help them understand if if they're really like curious. I've had people come up to me before and be like, like "Can you really you know explain this for me?" And I do my best to, you know, um, explain it to them in a way that uh, they can understand um, because I I do really like explaining things to people um, and like teaching them about things, especially things that I'm passionate about and that things are like a, a direct. Um, a part of my life, yeah. I mean, do I have it correct? As far as what I'm getting from it is that uh, you're neither here nor there with it. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I, I mean, I would say that I'm. I, I consider myself 
a masculine person. That's that's really what I use to describe myself. What does that mean? What does that mean? Um, I, in 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 terms of gender, like uh, for example, like you know, when people refer to me, I want them to use like he or him or even like gender neutral, like they or them. I I don't really mind, but I'm definitely leaning more towards like being per like I want to be perceived as like more masculine and therefore being perceived as a boy or um just more androgynous or more masculine like in that sense it's very hard to describe but if i had to like simplify it for people i'd just be like okay like i want you to perceive me as a boy okay would you rather that there were no labels i i would rather that there is like um a more neutral default rather than having no labels. I think that labels can be helpful um, in many huh. situations, but I think that if people took a more neutral standpoint, like like viewing everybody as just a person instead of a man or woman first. Right. Um, for me, it's more of like, I don't want to be a girl, you know? You don't want to be a girl, why? It's one of those things like that's hard to identify like for some people it's like you ask like okay well why why are you gay and you you can't really exactly pin pinpoint why it's just what you mm -hmm. right. it just it feels more right to be for me to be like in a man's body and and to be more um masculine than it does for me to be in a woman's body it just makes more sense to me this is very interesting to me mm-hmm <laughs> then I have a problem right now with knowing what male is and what female is. Hmm. I mean, what are they? Are they actions? Are they biological? Uh, is it, is it uh, illusionary? Uh, what? That's a good point because uh, for, for a lot of people, it can be biological. Like it can, it can be like, uh, I want to have physical attributes right. of a man, and that's right, me right. as well. I want to have physical attributes of a man. I I, I don't want to have um, the chest that I have. I don't want to have the parts that I have right now. And it's also the social aspect, because in this society, there are gender roles. Um, and uh, for me, I do not like the um, gender roles that come with <laughs> being... A girl so it, it's like it's a mixture of the action and the biological and everything um right yeah well i don't like i wouldn't like being a male or a female so then what would i be um that would that would be non-binary that would be identifying as like somewhere in between um like if you is would that new? is that a new thing uh no that's that's been well it's it's an, a thing that has been like, I know what binary means, obviously. Right, but. right. It's um, it's a term that has become more like popular to use now, but it's uh, mm -hmm. it's something that has been but around, I, but has existed more in the shadows. But it's recently come out in the surface, come up to the surface, okay. and been more. In this case, if you when you talk about male and female, yeah. I mean this, you know, it can it can get ridiculous. I, I, right. Uh, I, yeah, I, because I can't tell what, what I have to think about this some more and maybe right. do some research. If you ever have any questions about identity, it's not just the role identity. you don't want to play. It's more than that, right? Yes, absolutely. It, it's more than just the gender roles and the um. It 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 goes deeper than that, absolutely. 
is it uh, has has it ever been confirmed by um, like say DNA or anything like that? There are some or genetic. Uh, there are reactions. a lot of uh, studies uh, on like um, the the brains of transgender people, and it shows that they're that uh, even before like taking hormones because you can you can take like i i could uh inject testosterone into myself in order to pass as male that's like yeah obviously so but but like even before even before then before like taking hormones um it shows that the brains of transgender people are more similar to the gender that they want to um be perceived as i see I can find some studies for you if you'd like. Um, I like I, I haven't. It's been a while since I've done research on it, but if I if I can find the studies that I looked at, I can absolutely send them to you. Yeah, I'd be curious to know. I, I also, you know, there there uh, what do they call it? Uh, the the infants who are born and they can't tell if they're male or female. Mm-hmm. You know, even physiologically, you know. So, well, it's a. Uh, the other thing, I, I um, as I said, I'm going to be 84, so I'm at this point in my life where a lot of things, um, I'm on that quarter of the death preparation, you know, I mean, not that I want to die, or I think about that all the time, I don't mean that, but you turn to spirituality more, right. you know, and that's what's happening. Um, I'm not con- I'm not as concerned with, with the problems on earth as I am with my own spiritual a relationship to the universe so um you know i i don't spend this i won't i don't have the energy to expand in in following up on a lot of things like this right but i am curious you know can i ask you one more uh, question does your um do your parents do they understand what you're saying I would say they uh, don't understand fully, but they've definitely they're definitely very open to it, and they are very accepting of me. And they're they're learning about like what it really means to be transgender and what it means to be bisexual and a part of the LGBT community. But they're they they are really trying to understand, and they're very accepting. Yeah, that's yeah. what I got. From. Okay, right. well, it's been very good, Jaden. Enjoy talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for doing this interview with me. <laughs> no, it's good for me. Yeah. All right. I talk to you again. Yeah. Take yeah. Of time. course. Take care of yourself. <laughs> All right. Yep. I will. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.